Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are locked into episode 205, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. We are two guys that have never met in real life, live in different areas of the country. Just, uh, you know, doing a podcast. My name's Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. My co-host, John M. Craig. Hey, Colin. How you doing, man? I'm living life large. Yeah, so it's uh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas time. It's that time of year. It's December 22nd, 2020. Yes. Most, the, most wonderful year. time, yeah. That when, when we're recording this, not when you're listening to it. I don't know or care when you're listening to it. I do want to put something out there. You know, I never take notes before. I take mental notes. They're never written down. And I have an idea of what I may talk about. And so I want to just let our listener, Bonnie Craig, that's my mother, let her know that if she is somehow up to date and listening to the current episode and it's before Christmas, turn it off now. I don't want to spoil your Christmas gift. I just I want her to, because I'm likely to talk about that. I'm okay. likely to talk about that. All right. Well, there you go, Bonnie. Yeah. You've, you've got your... My, you had a warning, Mom. Okay? Spoiler alert. I don't... Oh, happy Hanukkah, Mom. I don't know if it's over yet. It's eight days. I, you know, my mom's my mom's Jewish and my, my dad's Catholic, so I was baptized and raised Catholic, and I've explained that before, and I'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. good. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. So I I was noticing... Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't realize... I don't know... I don't really don't know enough about Hanukkah, I guess. Uh, Dave Grohl was doing uh, Hanukkah songs with various other people, you know, virtual stuff. And uh, the, the virtual thing, it's getting old. Uh, you know, yeah, well, are you saying the virtual thing for Dave Grohl or? Just, no, I'm just. Or in general? In general. I, I've, watched, uh, I've watched a bunch of those things. And uh, I ran into Dave Mason, um, who had, a, you know, he was a guy from, I guess, the 60s-ish. Uh, what, what do you mean you ran into him? Well, on the internet. Yeah, you because know, that's the only way you can run into anybody anymore is you've, you've got to do it virtually. So uh, Dave Mason has a, a thing where he redid the song, Feeling All Right, uh, that, that song from the 60s that he was involved with. And uh, he's got a, uh, a band called The Quarantines that are uh, on, on the virtual recording with him. And I was thinking, it's pretty good. It's got... Uh, it's got Michael McDonald, if you can handle his voice. I know some people are, are, are over that, but uh, so you've got um, Sammy Hagar, you've got Mick Fleetwood playing drums. There's a couple guys from uh, from the Doobie Brothers, and they do the song. They do they do it very well. But I'm thinking, I'm just I'm just really I'm 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 about over with the virtual thing. I'm 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 I'm, I'm getting close to the idea that I'm I'm going I'm going face to face. I'm going belly to belly with the world here pretty soon. You know, you heard it here first, a uh, 50-year-old man, um, a 50-plus-year-old man yes. who lives in the Midwest, in Iowa, so he's it. <laughs> fed up. He is done. He's done. I'm just going to tell you, he's the first guy to finally realize we are fucking done with this virtual bullshit, okay? He likes real life. He misses it. He spent the same, basically, you spent eight months with the same, essentially, what did I say in my text to you earlier? You know, three to six humans. It's 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 yeah, um, exactly. it's probably more than that. I mean, it's obviously Rachel, your daughters, 
your daughter's friends, like a, like a village, a village of small, village. Of very lovely people. Yeah. Small village of lovely people. Right. And yeah. about 137 animals. Yes. Yeah. Of some sort. Right. And, and you just, you just, you need it. You need to mix it up. And yeah. then some asshole neighbors. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, okay. I shouldn't say that. I, I, Colin never said he has asshole neighbors, mostly decent people, neighbors, a village. Yes. The, 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 the larger, uh, asshole died. Um, is this, are you are you joking? Well, the, we we had a, a a lady living next door to us for uh, fifteen years that uh, she was elderly and uh, she nothing COVID related. She just uh, expired of her own of her own volition, uh, and uh, she's about ninety. And she <laughs> she was so sick of the virtual. She's like, "Fuck COVID, I'm out of here." She's like, "Fuck this." Yeah. So, what was do you know the cause of death? Well, she was ninety, so um, oh, okay. I chuckle a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's a pretty good run, if you ask me. Yeah, it's a pretty good run, pretty good run. So she. Was, I don't think I have another forty-one years in me. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, exactly. She was. Um, I hope so, but yeah, I just got a text from. <laughs> Just got a text from a kid that uh, is uh, now the uh, the adoptee that we've the eighteen year old that we adopted, and he says, uh, "Hey, sometime within the next hour, can you come pick me up from school?" <laughs> like, uh, 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 yeah. Let me text him real quick. Yes, uh, uh, can can do. Uh, I'll warn you. How about that? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, so anyway, um, yeah. does the kid drive? Uh, he uh, does not have a license yet. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So he's uh, he's eighteen, and um, he's he's going to be uh, driving soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as of right now, he hasn't gotten his gotten his license. We we, uh, we attempted to get him his license at one point, and everything in is vir- you know it, it, speaking of the virtual shit, it's just hard to get uh, into any place that's got somebody there where you can get anything accomplished government wise. So all the offices are closed and all that stuff. So we had taken them in once and the uh, office that was supposed to be there and the appointment that was supposed to happen for some reason, somebody had, somebody gotten COVID. So uh, he didn't, he didn't get in that day. So we had to reschedule and uh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kylie just started her driving. You know, Kylie, my daughter is uh, 16. Uh, we'll turn 17 next June. She had her first driving lesson yesterday with a you know with a driving education school like she took the written test at school passed it so before she can do her you know get her permit to drive with her mom or i i don't know if she could drive with her brother or not i don't remember if there's a limit right because you may have to be over 21 or be a parent i'm not sure but regardless she did her first driving she said it went well i didn't speak to the driving instructor and she's got two more days in new jersey it's six hours of you know accredited licensed driving school hours and so that will fulfill it and then the driving school will bring all of that and take care of all the dmv that's part of the fee that you pay and uh, so so soon enough, I'll be able to uh, ride shotgun with my daughter and help her get more hours on the road because that's what young drivers need. Yes, yeah, you got to remind them of things. Uh, of course, they all want to. They, they say they're not going to, but they they all really want to look at their phone while they're driving, and you've got to remind them that uh, that's not kosher. No, that's a. I mean, you will if in most. I think in in many states, if not all states, if you are under age and you are caught with your, you will. They will. Because it's a probationary thing and a permit, they will right, right. prolong. They will give you fines to make it harder for you to get your license because you've—it's a no-no. But here's the thing: like vaping, they're all going to try. 
Yes. They're, yes. They're all going to try it. They, they really do. And, and right. So right. It's, got, yeah. yeah. It's like it's it would be like expecting um, someone who's a cokehead to not snort coke while at a red light. Just a little bump at a, at a red light. Yeah, dude, just a little bump. It's just a little bump. You know what I'm saying? There are plenty of things, you know, if, you know, it, there were plenty of people that would, there were guys that would shave on their way to work. There were women that would put on makeup. They still do. You know, these things are all distracting. Yeah, it's yeah. The phone is a little bit more addictive and a lot more distracting. And it's it's an addiction that we have, yes. well, I, I don't want to get preachy about it because I'm, I'm not the, I'm, I'm I don't have Guilty the answer. Yourself? Well, no. I'm, I, what I'm saying is, the, we have this new thing going with the, with kids that age, where they are they, they are the first generation really that uh, has um, had all this training, all this addiction that that has been bestowed upon them, <laughs> you know. And mm -hmm. so, the the idea that you know they've got you know the TikTok, the Instagram, the Snapchat, the blah blah blah, and all this all this shit, and most of them, you know, my kids for sure. Right. Uh, have, the MySpace, the Friendster. I get you. I'm get what you're they, laying down, they, man. They've got notifications turned on, and their phone right. is constantly making some sort I, of beeping, buzzing, uh, notifying thing, and they are you know the Pavlov's dog thing is. I am know. the worst with the notifications i like literally drew, downloaded the target target circle app or sure, whatever yeah. it was you when i went to target yeah and um i don't know it just prompted me do you want notifications on and i think i just said yes i don't know i just pressed something and i'm like i don't want target notifications on i really want to delete the app from my phone yes but i've already said yes to it so i'm like uh, okay you know it's like i, I and I have notifications on all the time. It drives you know Susie nuts when I'm when I'm at her house over there I, because it's like you know what to sit down and turn them all off like because there are some that I want you know work related ones like if I have to fill out a form online through this app for starting a job I want that alert on you know it's important to me to know that sure yeah that you know uh, texts phone calls certain things it just, just makes sense but yeah this these kids uh, this is the, the, you are right they are the generation I I forgot what age it is I, I a few years ago I don't know if it was second graders like so t 2007 so mm -hmm. any kid born after 2007 and and I'm not counting like there'll be haters it's not like the iPhone was the first smartphone there were other smartphones prior to the iPhone I don't care about that it's just it's the thing that sort of got one into almost everyone's hands yes yes you know that's the thing that led it and just sort of it skyrocketed from there yeah it did uh, to for the most part but and so the those kids born in 2007 would be 13 already yeah right but, we're talking about seventh eighth graders their whole life that's so right so true. my kids are you know 16 and 18 so it hasn't been their whole life but it's been when you know since they're little they can't really fathom a world where it wasn't that simple years that, you know. ago i think i've talked about it on here two years ago when my children were in elementary school i did um career day which is funny for a guy who's never had a career i made shit up i just lied um yes i'm an accountant um so i went in there and one time one time I went in, the second time I went in as a photographer or, or a, I don't remember what it was, but the first time I went in, I went in as a producer, production manager for a hair product company. And I sort of explained that my job and the role of my job at, at Bumble and Bumble 
was to create education videos and and marketing videos and I explained about the marketing videos to sell hair product and it you know and I, I got into this thing and I remember telling them I think it there was a point where there was they may have still had the iPod touch or whatever whatever it was Apple had a white one and I remember at that time all the kids wanted a white one and I was explaining to them about marketing it's like why do you want the white iPad and the kids were like they raise their hand because it's cool because it's awesome I was like but why do you think it's cool and awesome because Apple told you it was and I, I got into a whole thing about you know the very expensive hair product and I tried to use Apple as an example because it was something that they all knew everywhere they looked there were Apple ads at that time and not on devices right yeah. you know I mean so and that that was quite some time ago I think Kylie was in like the third grade back then you know, and they so. did cool commercials. They, they did. They, they, they did. They stuff. did. And it's just so, you know, and now it's even, it, I mean, it's always been there with advertising and marketing, but now it's even crazier because it literally just pops up on your phone everywhere. Like I, I before we started recording today, I was um, trying to fix um, the patio doors, which are the doors to the pool house, like two French hinged French doors that open inwards. And because Kylie and Cameron are in here with their friends sometimes, especially when I'm not around, they they were just rough with the door, and it doesn't latch properly, and it's getting cold. So I was like, let me tackle this, and I called up Anderson Windows. Anderson Windows, very good call, very helpful with etchings on the glass, could figure out which door I had, and she sent me a PDF with, like, the diagram or whatever. And, I, and when she asked me for my email, I said, ah, just use my gmail account and i gave her my gmail account i said you know why because i want to get emails from anderson window before today i didn't even realize anderson had an instagram account but apparently you do and they're all over my instagram because that's what's going to happen you know i expect that to happen because i gave a gmail email address yeah and yeah. i'm sure that i've told gmail it's okay you know for these free services it's okay to just advertise at me yeah they're getting better yeah. I, and i i don't know if it's just because uh okay so i have taken a, a couple of uh, photos we we're just on vacation uh and i've probably taken a selfie maybe or something i i'm not sure but um well, on your phone right on my phone but I, right. so what has happened in the last uh, couple of weeks two three weeks I, I haven't been shaven so i've got kind of the beard thing going on and uh even though i've not mentioned or hashtagged anything you know beard life beard anything i've not said anything out loud i didn't think about um a beard thing uh, I have noticed in on my Instagram. Rachel thinks it might be seasonal, but uh, I'm not sure. But uh, I'm just getting deluge now with uh, beard care stuff. You know, with the uh, beard oils and, and trimmers or no trimmers. Trimmers, oils, beard oils, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, everything beard related is is coming through to me like like mad now. So it's yeah. You know, I'm 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 rarely on Instagram anymore. Yeah, and and I know I've been getting ads for Tonal. Tonal is one of those uh, home gyms with like the screen mirror on it and you can you know a virtual weight of 200 pounds through resistance and i have no idea why that's on there now i have used the peloton app i have gone into apple and checked out their new app they have a new fitness app like apple fitness plus or something that ties yeah. in with your apple watch Apple you. three or newer, or it might be Apple four or newer, right? And I just wanted someone told me about it. And I wanted to check it out. So, and again, it's like I just look here: crunches and Cabernet. It's a sponsored post, and it's a woman using a tonal, 
and if I click on the link, and, and, it's, and it, th- th- there are so many of them. And I'm like, what happened? Here's one for Fight Camp. So I don't know what I recently did. I haven't been working out like crazy, but I did check out that app, that app and I have used Peloton. I get both you know. of those. Both of those uh, companies have been targeting me as well. So what tonal, tonal and fight camp. The fight camp to me looks like it would be kind of cool. That's the the robot thing that you to somehow yes, track, track your right. punches and do, kicks and all that. And do you do you remember in I think the eighties maybe or or like late mid to late eighties they had like a boxing dummy yeah. and it was just like the bust of a guy. No, I don't think he had any arms. Yeah, it, it was, was kind of like big rock'em sock'em robot. He, bit, that's what he looked like, right? But yeah, more yeah, yeah. like more like a person. Yeah, you can still get those. That, that's yeah, I think there. those are still around, and yeah. I've been to a gym that has had that. Yeah, yeah. I'd like, kind of like to have one of those, just to you could go out and see if I could just uh, you know occasionally just when I'm feeling some angst, you know, beat up something, yeah, without actually mm-hmm. beating up something, because that because that thing would beat me back, <laughs> and, and I would lose. <laughs> <as well. laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it would be it would be. Yeah, I think I, I would kind of like having. Like, there's a guy. There's a there's a guy that I do follow on Instagram that uh, I think is just kind of funny. Uh, I think his name is Pat McNamara, and uh, he's a uh, one of these Navy SEAL, ex-Navy SEAL guys that's in his uh, in his late fifties. I think is about how old he is. He's uh, he was on Rogan once, and that's how I got became aware of who he mm-hmm. was. But he does this. Uh, he does this thing called basic dude stuff, which is uh, cracks me up. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he teaches some uh, kind of simple things to to people that uh, probably should know some of these simple things, uh, some of these basic dude stuff uh, things that he talks about. But um, one of the things that he does, he's got this. I think he lives in Florida. It looks Florida like um, his outdoor. He's got an outdoor gym. And he does a lot of uh, strange things uh, as far as not just straight weightlifting and straight things like that. He has a lot of, he tries to mess a lot with things that require weird balance issues and, and lifting uh, things that might be more practical in real life. And so um, it's kind of intriguing, but uh, he has one of those dummy things that he uh, he works out mm-hmm. with and kicks and does that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm looking for that fight camp thing to even look at a picture of it and I can't find it. Yeah. And... And I don't understand why it was there, and now it's not. Uh, bef- but I saw one for Peloton. It'd be like, I have Peloton. But they're like, fuck you. Don't look at Tonal. Don't leave us. We're still here. I, I still use the damn app. Um, yeah, so the kids are, are yeah, they're, they're driving, and, and they're getting distracted. That's, yeah. Yeah, they are. They're, they're uh, looking at these ads while they're at the, at the no, they're probably more TikTok. It, it, I, I have to say, um, even though I, I have been avoiding uh, TikTok, uh, I am I'm uh, I'm impressed with TikTok's reach because uh, the, I've been basically the only thing I really look at much is Instagram, but Instagram's got Reels, which is supposed to be uh, their. It's a knockoff. It's their version of of TikTok. Yeah, but if you look at Reels, um, Reels is um, a lot of the people that are doing Reels. Um, and I'm just looking at. They're right using now. their TikTok. They're using their TikTok videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're literally not even remaking them. They're like, I spent fucking seven hours making this video. Fuck you. Yeah. And the yeah. reason the, that launched right around the time that Trump was going after the Chinese government and TikTok. Yes. But he's... And, I, and, yeah. and, and it, I don't know if, if the kids who matter gravitated to it. But I think that the TikTok creators that were making money and had some reach were hedging their bet. Right. Just right, in right. case. Yeah, my kids seem to be more about um, TikTok, but they definitely keep an eye on what's going on on Instagram. I, I, uh, I was uh, when we were on vacation. I, uh, I posted a picture. I, I was, 
I was impressed with myself for just a moment, John. Right, no, for, for the photo you took? Well, I was standing in front of, we had this uh, place that had big sliding you know, doors. You know, the, the front side of our, of our condo where we were at was overlooking the, the, the beach. It's, it's right, on, right on the ocean, right on the, on the gulf, and a really picturesque view. And I'd walked out there. There's a hot tub out there and a, a big deck. There's a big um, seating area out there where you can you know, eat and all that stuff, uh, and a, a big grill out there, really really nice setup and uh i had looked over at the door and uh i i was standing there in, in swimming trunks and uh i looked over at the door and my reflection was there and i thought damn you fat bastard I've, you have you have lost weight you are you are you are looking good motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, did took, you post I, this photo? I, I took a picture of I took a picture of my reflection. I took a picture of the reflection on the glass and I posted it. Uh, I had a moment of big headedness of, 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 uh, let's where did you post it on Instagram? And I put it on, I think I didn't put it on the story. I put it on the regular Instagram thing. And, uh, Tori, uh, she got out of, uh, she got her nose out of joint out of this. She said, you know, that, that, she said, if my boyfriend posted that, I would be making him take it down. Now, even though I it was just me in shorts and, and shorts, but you know, like a long pair of, of a swimming suit thing. Thing, but uh, but naked, well, actually naked from the from the waist up because the I understand, you know, I get that. You, I, I I didn't think you paced, posted a a naked selfie reflection photo. Yes. Well, naked. You well, we're in the south, so if you if you're naked in the south, you simply have no clothes on, which I wouldn't take a picture like that. If you're if you are naked though in the south, if you're naked, you have no clothes on, but you're up to something. Hmm. That's that's the difference. But right. well, anyway, uh, so I must not follow you. I took it down. I took the photo down. She. she oh, you did. Was, okay. She, I. She I don't was, think I follow you on Instagram. Uh, well, you have a private account, and you are the Colin Flynn. Yes, you did at one point, and then I. Think, I did, but I, I definitely don't follow you. Uh, and even if I did, I would not have been on Instagram to catch it when it was on there. I I, I used to look at every post. And I would have to obsessively go back and see every post of everyone I followed, regardless of who they were, and just say, "Okay, now I'm I'm done." It didn't matter whether I liked their post, knew I just, and I just, I wanted to get away from it. I just don't want to live by it. Yes, you know. I mean, I. Um, I can so, I can understand that. I I I, I can't. I, I also have just because uh, we've gotten a few Christmas cards uh, with uh, with letters in them, like the olden days of yore, where people are putting more information into their Christmas stuff that they send people that was that was basically Facebook at one point was the annual Christmas letter people would send us oh yeah yeah I mean I was never one to do that but the few people I knew that did that they were hardcore they'd give their whole their year in review and it was always uh, you know everything was was beautiful and glorious and it was the picture of the kids and the vacation and the dog and everything was wonderful and in the, in the, mm -hmm. in the and then, you know are you gonna send somebody a Christmas letter that's uh, you know pictures of the baby poop on the floor or something no you're not going to in the end well i mean I, so, I, I knew some people that were a little bit more honest with stuff yeah if, if they i knew people that would put in real stuff and sort of catch up you know and, and and i always thought it was nice and it was usually people that i liked but at the same time i my gut when i would open that letter and, and look at that family picture i i'd be like oh, i didn't really ask <laughs> you know I'd be like Meh, wasn't wondering 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was looking at a couple of these and there were things, there were facts in there about people that uh, I used to keep up with a lot, especially uh, relatives that um, I would have probably been more likely to have seen something, probably uh, an update sort of thing on Facebook. And there was things right. in a couple of these letters that I was like, I, okay, I had no idea that, that, you, that you were doing that. I, that. Okay, I got a niece that was uh, doing tri triathlons. Uh, and um, I'm like, I didn't know that. She was, they were lamenting about the fact that um, they were headed towards a, a triathlon that uh, was canceled in March and then the world fell apart. And so I was like, I oh, didn't know that. And there was uh, another uh, reference to a, a restaurant that uh, somebody uh, owned and was, uh, had shut down during, during, and I was like, didn't, <laughs> didn't, know, didn't know you owned right. the second, I knew they had one restaurant, but I didn't know they'd owned a second restaurant. I knew that there was possibility i knew they'd bought a building and stuff but i didn't realize they had fully opened and had been you know rolling mm -hmm. with, rolling with it so i'm I, i'm behind on on stuff like that and maybe that's okay maybe i should mm -hmm. be picking up the phone and trying to call more often and saying what the, what's going on with you um like the but, but not virtual not online you don't want to do it online no prob probably not but I, I can tell you though um i there's some of the online that for me at least personally uh i'm i'm okay with uh, i i i uh I, i'm okay with some of it with the, like the instagram thing i actually wish i wish more people used instagram and none of the ads were there and i wish all they posted on there i thought i wish there were no memes i wish there were no um nothing that had anything to do with anybody's opinion about anything political especially but it was just all all the photos you would put in that fucking christmas card or, or that sort of thing and you could just keep up with people by looking at some pictures and it was just, right right uh, and, yeah, uh, yeah a picture is worth a thousand words yeah, right? yeah 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 I, I enjoy i enjoy seeing seeing the photos right so 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 just let the picture tell the story if you want to put a nice little story that's an anecdote about the photo whatever that's fine I think yeah but the the issue is it wouldn't work for everyone right like you we memes aren't going away no they're no. not they're not they're not going to going away i would joke about the memes and say how ridiculous it is but it's like they they commute they there's a lot of information packed into that meme that you and i may not understand In some because cases, we don't care yeah, to it's right. not our world yeah. we don't give a fuck right Right. And, 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 and if you're not of the generate, if, if, if you're not in the target audience for that meme, whether it's for fucking QAnon or for some dumb, you know, some, not dumb, but some game, right, you know, right, right, right. you know, they're referencing Harry Potter, QAnon and, and Fortnite. And, and I, okay. I don't know about much of any of that, you know, so so it, I, I've sort of gotten this from Cameron when he understands things. I'm like, I don't even fucking, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'll try to say, why, why is that funny? This is funny. What do you mean? I explain it. No, I'm being serious. I understand that, that, that it's, it's subjective, but I'd be like, you know, and, and again, it's it, usually it goes to him being a boy, a, a, a boy, a man of, of his age, 18. It's usually just snarky and stupid. Yes. That's my takeaway. Right, exactly. Yeah. And most of them are. It's like if you listen to if you listen to hip hop, most of it still is about hoes and bitches and dicks and my dick. Well, and, no, I mean not not not. I mean I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen to enough hip hop and 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 at this point I would say some of the newer stuff it's a whole different thing. Some like the lyrics, like there was a Saturday Night Live sketch, uh, not this past week, Kristen Wiig was on, not that anyone pays attention, but two weeks ago, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, 
and it was Timothy Chalamet and and um, Pete Davidson were playing young white SoundCloud rappers, right, with dumb tattoos and stupid hair, and just and then it was um, three black hosts from like XXL or whatever it was, and and one of them was um, uh, Questlove, you know, from from the Roots, Jimmy Fallon's band, you know, mm-hmm. big Afro and whatever, and essentially. They were like, it's about the ye. Like, and they were speaking in a way that you couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying. And it was like the lyrics didn't make any sense. The words didn't make any sense. You know, whereas like the old school hip hop, you know, persons of color, black or old school were like trying to have a real conversation about it. And it was like a generational thing. And, and then it was just a quest love, like smacking them across the face. And it was in a, not all of, but there is a segment of hip hop now that is this other thing where it's about these beats and rhymes. Like I heard today I was in Target and I heard um, I Can't Live Without My Radio by LL Cool J. <laughs> so he, he was probably about 18, right? So this is like the maybe, I don't know if it was 86, 87, whatever it was, it was one of his earlier, you know, right? And I was just listening to that like 808 drum beat and there was maybe some scratching and it's just him. And it sounded so rudimentary. Right, this whole other thing, but you could understand every lyric and what he was talking about. Well, I could. I don't know if my dad's generation could or would, unless they were in the music industry or listened to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it was it was very clear. Like those words had me. And then I, when I got home, I put it on and I put up a Spotify channel, and it was like Boogie Down Productions, KRS One, same kind of thing. He had this My Philosophy. It was a song from 1988, and I and I don't really listen to them, and I'd even seen KRS One perform, and and it was like it was different. Like I'm not saying it was better, but we've come so far from that. Like I think there's so much now that it's hard to even keep up with. You know, it's it's. It's I don't know. It's like rock. There's not one type of rock. Yes. You know, and it's like it's, you I'm, were in the I mean, radio I'm sure, industry. I'm sure you're right. I, I don't know much about it. I, I was just no. Like, I mean, I get what you're saying about it. And I'm not like I don't care one way or the other. I, I mean, there is believe me, there's bitches and hoes. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, sex and I was the cells. Uh, we we had uh, made a made it kind of a mistake turn. The kids uh, were on the on the trip. The kids were. Uh, were complaining that they wanted to get something to eat, and uh, they one of them wanted Wendy's, the four 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 at Wendy's. So we're going down. What's the four four four? At Wendy's, these are the nationwide. I guess the promotion they have a thing that's four four dollars. You get four items off the four for four menu, as as I understand it. Uh, I'd never experienced it personally uh, prior to that, but um, we ended up we stopped in this little town in mississippi um aberdeen mississippi uh which is uh we we did some we did some uh, googling of it later and found out some uh, crazy shit about the the town but um it was uh it was a wild ass little fucking town there was there was people uh at this we we went to the brightest shiniest looking place you could that we could see on this main street um which was near the the wendy's in aberdeen Mississippi and uh, the people that were rolling in and out of this place were uh, were making some noise. Uh, it was uh, it was a uh, yeah was it Saturday yeah it was a Saturday so um, 
and there, the, there's um, several of these uh, vehicles that pulled in that were playing uh, hip hop loud and uh, with a lot of a lot of bass that sort of thing. And and I heard a lot of lyrics that I was like, well, that's hoes and bitches, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, the uh, girls went in to use the, the the potty inside this place, and they had uh, guys that were trying to hit on them as they were leaving and stuff. To the point where I walked up and uh, intervened in in the middle of the conversation. I was like, I was like, uh, hey guys, let's, let's just yeah, no. I was like, and did one of these things and got in the middle, which they would have kicked my ass. But uh, uh, the the guys that were trying to do the inter that were doing the intervening were uh, were pretty much crackheads. I mean, they now, were, did you take off your shirt and, and get naked yeah, and show them your guns? You were like, I'm a fit motherfucker. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I will uh, cut I, you. I've been I will doing cut. Cut you. I've been doing a time restricted diet, and uh, I feel that my body fat ratio right now yes. is at a point where it's—I uh, don't know—I think maybe I could. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. taking peptides, yeah. and I'm intermittently <laughs> fasting for 16 hours, no, 20 hours a day. I eat it for a four-hour window, and I eat for four minutes, and yeah. it's only the Wendy's four for four and Mountain Dew. The drink is always Mountain Dew, and I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. Yeah. So as, as we roll out Punk of this, ass. as we roll out of this place, uh, Rachel starts kind of googling it a little bit, and we find. Um, okay, a town of 5,000 people, Aberdeen, it's a county, county seat in whatever oh, little man. county it is there. She finds a Facebook post that is coming from the city uh, police department. Uh, and uh, the city police department's Facebook post is about their uh, planned enforcement of the masking rule and they they had um still um there was a there's a uh, up until at least december 20th is what they said so that was uh it was two days before you know the, the i think it was like the 16th or 17th and where we were rolling through there there was a 10 p.m curfew so i think part of the craziness that was going on is we were there at about 9 9 30 rolling through town i think God. a lot of people were just really trying to get their shit grabbed before they were going to go hide because this police department said we are for sure giving tickets they're a thousand dollars um we're there's no way you can get out of this you don't try to complain to a city council member or to the mayor or anybody else because nobody's going to let you off of this um these are charges that uh potentially if you don't pay your fines uh these are p- potential felony charges um a really hardcore stance on this uh 10 p.m to 4 a.m curfew and a bunch of masking stuff in this little bitty you know five thousand person town in the middle of fucking nowhere mississippi and they had on on this Facebook post, there were twenty, like twenty-five or uh, hundred comments on on one on this post. Twenty-five hundred comments on the single post about mm-hmm. this, and so she was like freaking out about that. And then we're reading some of the stuff that the police, the back and forth that the police were were replying to people with. Um, they were saying uh, uh, there was references in there to antebellum homes, which is I think kind of an old South sort of thing. They're saying there will, no antebellum homes will be will be uh, burned or nobody can um, don't approach anybody in an antebellum home. Uh, but basically, it was saying um, don't fuck with the white people because if you fuck with the white people over this it's good there's going to be trouble motherfuckers is what basically is what the you didn't have to read hardly at all between the lines in this shit to 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 see what was going on it was like there was this boss hog fucking uh police department in this town that was like cracking down and i think it was more about probably i'm guessing more about enforcing a curfew and getting because this this place was pretty fucking nuts for a little time i mean these antebellum homes these these sort of 
a state like Holmes yeah. from like the slavery period, right? Yeah, exactly. Is that right? Yeah. That's and, exactly. and and are those typically typically owned by white people still? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about the history. I've I've not spent a lot of time in the South. I especially have not spent time in the Deep South. And I would likely feel very out of place and feel like uh, I don't know uh, 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 an unsuspecting art, um, sociologist who wants no part of it. You know what I mean? Like only yeah. only in the sense that it would be some level of culture shock and not necessarily knowing how to navigate through it. South, you know? Yeah, the South is still very. Yeah, it's very segregated. It's very. Uh, still, yeah, it's, there's still it's, KKK guys running around down there. There's still all the all the all the bullshit that, that's. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's areas where it's it's changed and it's morphed and it's getting better. There's there's a um, there's a town in Mississippi, Laurel, Mississippi, that has mm -hmm. there's a young couple that. Um, it has a uh, there's an HGTV show where this young couple is fixing up homes for people. It's one of those you know those deals where you go out with a guy who's the contractor dude, and you find a house that's a little bit run down and beat up, and they buy the house for a hundred grand, and then they've got another hundred grand to put into it for repairs, that kind of thing. And so that which is a formula they've done over and over in HGTV. But uh, this town, I guess Laurel, Mississippi, is is a small city, and um, Rachel was telling me that the crime rate down there is like crazy in Laurel. It's 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 nuts. It's like very high. It's very high, and it's, per but it's yeah per capita. It's a small town with it's got all kinds of problems. And and is that because uh, of what? I don't know. But um, is there a racist factor going on? Are there white police departments that are running around harassing black people? Uh, probably. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I would imagine it's a combination of things. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah segregation it's uh education uh public education not necessarily yes. being equal uh, based sure. on yes. communities for sure um you know I, it's and and i don't know how you fix i don't know how you fix a cultural problem right oh, you, yeah. you know it's, you could say systematic racism this that and the other thing it's it's a, there's a lot of issues i think there in any town yes. in america yes. that has that kind of thing you you yeah. you don't have it the same way in cities not just say northern cities, but just because of the the diversity of the city, it doesn't mean that it's not segregated. It is. It's just segregated differently. Right. Right. right? And yeah. you still have the issues with education and lack of education, and you know what jobs people have, why they have those jobs, all of it. And and again, it's it's nothing I you or I will solve. But again, when you go and see it, it seems so overt, right? Especially like Rachel was doing. Just you start googling and scratch the surface a little bit you're like that's not the town we really wanted to stop in no no it's it wasn't not, that's it was. not the wendy's we wanted to go to I, I and we would have preferred yeah. to have done drive-in right i, I would not drive through I, here's what i'm going to say i would not suggest wendy's or or <laughs> or that either either i don't know i wasn't in laurel so i don't know much about laurel it, i can tell you that area of mississippi though is just as in terms of the way uh, uh the way it looks it's beautiful yeah. there, there's there's big um uh, forested areas that are gorgeous. Uh, huh. it, it really looks like the, the kind of place, and, and the, the the climate and the, all of that stuff. I think would be would be great. Would be a great place to live if you could if you could uh, if you could get away with it. But yeah, there's some stuff you'd probably want to change. Was the was the? But I'm 
question about the Wendy's. Was it one of the renovated, newer-looking Wendy's? No, that was that was the. We should have used that as a as a uh, clue. A sign, time. right? Because so so if you look at the newer um, McDonald's and Wendy's, they've put some money into what it looks like. It kind of yes. has like that if stonework, and it and it looks a lot more modern. Yeah. And I remember, you know, that I've driven down to Florida as well, but on the East Coast, driving down ninety five, and we go straight down to Orlando. And we would stop along the way. It's, you know, sometimes stop in D.C., whatever. It, like, I can't remember, but I know that we stopped at a Wendy's. Um, and I don't know if it was in one of the Carolinas, uh, the Carolinas or Virginia, wherever we stopped. I remember it, w- it was one of the newer modern ones, and it was right off of 95, and, you know, there were all the hotel chains and whatever. It's like a, a stop-off place for people to stay and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yep. And, and so when, when I went in there, it, one thing that really took me was – the um the staff at wendy's incredibly polite and very i don't want to say subservient but even how they you know sir can i get your you know do you need any napkins any you know i was already sitting down right it's it's, it wasn't exactly table service but it really threw me because if i not that i would go to a wendy's up here but if i had gone to a wendy's in brooklyn that's not the way i'm going to be treated right right right, yeah you know and and you wonder how how that you know the difference right is it i i is it that per, that individual that person the kid is it the kid's family is it the culture is it the wendy's or is it a combination of all those things you know what i mean like again and, and this was i would assume in a more affluent area than you know aberdeen whatever mississippi wherever you were yeah but yeah, but it I'm really sure. took me for you know because i i i I don't. I would not want to stop in towns, small towns that I wasn't familiar with. Yeah, we we could have thought that out better. The the uh, I think when you get to the south, uh, I, I, people are are in in general, all people are are pretty fucking polite. They 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 try to they, and just some of the things that. Um, People are used to saying uh, that uh, you don't hear uh, in the north. You know things like "sir" and "ma'am" and uh, "yes, sir," and uh, you know they, they just those things come uh, naturally as a part of the way they just. That's just what the way they speak. Right. Uh, and hearing it when you're not used to it is really uh, kind of off-putting sometimes when you're from the north and everybody's. Uh, we just we don't have that uh, level of courtesy. Uh, right. and, and so I think for for me, not hearing it all the time right. or ever, it, it feels like a, a level of respect that I don't think I deserve. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know, I'm you like, yeah. no, no, you didn't mean that. And I look behind me, were you talking to someone else? Because, and again, it's not that I don't carry myself in a professional way or, or, or communicate well, you know, and, and, and I'm, I am polite, but I also know that I'm a jackass. And again, I'm, I'm not, sir. <laughs> right yeah but yeah it's it's a different thing it, it for, it right. for sure so is. I, yeah so i may put more meaning into it but it does come across as being very very thoughtful and like i said almost subservient right right i mean now that could be my implicit bias and racism to think that do you know what i mean like again i'm not i don't give a fuck like you know you know what i mean like like i don't care why i think that but it actually changed i think the way i acted and communicated with that person 
I, I have no doubt that, um, at least personally, sometimes that, like you said, the uh, you, the innate maybe it's racism the way you're dealing with people sometimes it's it's uh it's just the difference between and and i'll i'm not saying it's just with the black people or whatever or people of a certain ethnicity it's uh sometimes for me i'm just gonna say it out loud that's when i'm down there and somebody is speaking in a southern accent they could be a fucking phd in uh astronomy or 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 whatever right and i still think they sound like the stupidest motherfucker i've ever heard Well, I, you know, even though just, like you're not from the Northeast, but you've lived in in cities. Yeah, yeah. You've you've lived in parts of California. You lived in you know outside of Detroit, right? You've lived in areas where, and you're from the Midwest, but you don't have a deep, a thick accent. You have more of like a broadcast sort of non-accent. Supposedly, almost. this area of the country, we have less accent than than anywhere in the country. I've had people sometimes say you sound like you're from Chicago and we're, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I've never thought once no. for you. I've never thought that. And I've never, you know, if, if you didn't tell me where you're from, I don't think I ever would have picked the Midwest. I would have, I, I would have probably have picked like some part of California, Northeast, you know, just, and again, not like Northeast where you have an accent, like a Boston, New York, or one of those, you know, but there's that sort of, broadcast speak is is not exactly in your area but that's sort of like you know the 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 nightly news guys sure you know well you know some of them a lot of the uh more more well not a lot of them but uh, i think a a great deal of uh the really uh guys that end up being big time famous uh, announcer-ish sort of uh of, of people tom brokaw went to the university of iowa um johnny carson uh who i just saw a bunch i just saw a bunch of johnny carson stuff because I, I watched this uh uh on showtime yeah showtime they've got a um a, a multi-part series about the the comedy store and they they dove in oh yeah yeah right right i haven't seen it yet it's really I good really, really yeah good. mike binder i is the yeah. director i i tell you I, I they made me tear up in some places like crazy there's mm-hmm. there's some stuff in there that's just uh incredibly touching uh, mm-hmm. uh about various people um there's an there's an account in there of of the uh of the death of sam kennison that will uh, if, yeah. if if you don't uh if that doesn't make you at least feel a little uh a little bit like crying uh, there's something fucking wrong with you um right. there, there's just yeah. parts in there that are crazy but anyway johnny carson as a midwesterner he's from uh midwest there's a bunch uh, of these it, it, what's his name too uh letterman is from he went to indiana. ball state and he yeah. grew up in indiana yeah 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 so a lot of these guys are midwestern and it's probably just because it, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's a very neutral sort of thing. We're we're we we are, we are uh, Hellman's mayonnaise, not as sexy as the Duke's mayonnaise uh, that you can buy in the South. Which I I <laughs> tried Duke's mayonnaise. We did, and I was I had read about it that it was an amazing product. I was poo pooing it, and I thought let's just try this. Let's 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 be crazy vacationing people. And let's try Duke's mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, listen. I don't know if you know it. If uh, if you're listening, if you know this, if, if Colin Flynn lives on the edge, on the edge. they go crazy. This is what he's saying. I was. I, was, I think I was somewhat. I want to put words in his mouth, but I, I was somewhat I, naked taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I. You know, I want. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I want you to put Duke's mayo in my mouth. And that's <laughs> weird. That's a weird picture that I just painted, and I apologize 
to anyone who's listening. We've never met, he and I. We've never met, and he will never put mayo in my mouth. It was bizarre. Not directly. It was bizarre because when we got back after uh, trying the Duke's mayonnaise, and I was like saying this stuff is really good, and it's a shame that uh, as far as I know, you can't can't buy it in these parts. Uh, okay, fine. Duke's so, mayo. I'm going to look it up right now. They have their, my the University of Wisconsin, the Badgers, were invited to play in the mayonnaise bowl, which is the it's actually the Duke's Duke's hmm. mayonnaise bowl, and my boss. My, the guy that owns the company I work for was laughing about, yeah, we're going to the, my uh, the Badgers are going to the mayonnaise bowl and uh, cause he's from Wisconsin. And <laughs> I was like, Duke's mayonnaise. And he goes, yes. He was, I was like, he's like, I don't know anything about Duke's mayonnaise. And so I told him, well, we actually tried the Duke's mayonnaise and I can tell you it is a, uh, it's a top shelf. It's a top you shelf. know, I, I just Googled Duke's mayonnaise and, and, uh, there's a YouTube video here. Um, and it's uh, from Southern Living. I imagine that was a magazine at one time. I think it still um, is, yeah. The inspiring story behind Duke's Mayonnaise, Southern Living. And there's a picture of a lady. They're, they've been in business for over 100 years. They, they need to widen their distribution, I think, because they do have a good product. It's, it was, yeah. Yeah, it's like boiled peanuts. You know, if, uh, uh-huh. if you, you're in the South, you've got to get you some <laughs> boiled, boiled peanuts and Duke's Mayonnaise. Maybe uh, the two together might actually work. So, so here's something very weird. Like the Duke's mayonnaise, I'm, I'm sure it's very good. And um, but was it so good you would you would eat it out of the jar? I can. Here's what. Okay, so I was uh, there had been a little day drinking going on, and, uh, <laughs> and I was uh, I was off the diet. We're on vacation. So the kids had gotten uh, some kind of uh, spicy-ass uh, chips. I think they were the um, the Zaps uh, from New Orleans that, that, that are now, actually, you can buy those uh, around these parts. Uh, they were used to be, uh, you couldn't get the Zaps chips, which they're, they're amazing in and of themselves. But I was taking the Zaps chips, and I was using a, a butter knife, and I was buttering a slight little layer of Duke's mayonnaise on each one of the chips as I was eating them. And uh, I had to tell myself, stop now. Yeah, after like half the jar of the mayonnaise had been individually buttered onto, uh, onto some of my Zaps potato chips. <sighs> that was good. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure that would be really good. I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of um, what's the other white creamy stuff that you would put Mir- in your mouth miracle, hold on miracle. <laughs> hold on one second let me think well, i, I didn't mean to f- say it that use, way i'm a master of words um no uh, sour cream sour cream sour cream sure yeah these yeah, are, yeah. that uh, this is telling rachel i said this stuff is almost it's good enough that it's almost like chip dip it's almost like a it's almost right. like something yeah. you, you're going to want to use this on on things that you normally i wouldn't normally associate mayonnaise on much other than um an occasional sandwich sort of thing right and, right uh, but you want to slather this all over your naked body you just yeah. take a selfie and put it on instagram just to see your daughter's reaction <laughs> that's not what you want to do take i love duke's mayonnaise so much take it down yeah exactly so i want to as i sit here and I look here at, at, at the inspiring story behind Duke's Mayonnaise, and all I think I wrote in was Duke's Mayonnaise, Google search, went to YouTube, and here are the following videos make no sense to me, and I don't know what I've been watching on YouTube. It's Mayo Wars, Hellman vs. Duke's, Tom's Test Kitchen. The next one is Funny or Die from nine years ago, Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy, Will Farrell and John C. Riley, Fred Rogers inducted into the Hall, the Hall of Fame, more Southern Living, and here's one. British stars on which American accent is hardest to do? Is my phone listening to me record the podcast? 
American accents? What? Weren't we just talking about American accents? We were, yes. No, I'm serious. I mean, what, what, like, and how does that fit in with Duke's Mayo and some random, you know, parody video of, you know, of David Bowie singing White Christmas with Will Ferrell? It doesn't make any sense to me. It does not. You're listening, Colin. By the way, uh, speaking of listening, I did get your, uh, I got your uh, request uh, to, to follow me on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I accepted. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to follow back. But No, I don't care. I don't post anything. I said, you have zero posts. Look at this. I have I one post. That. I have one post. It says zero here. Did you post something? No, you got to follow me. I, I've, no, I've got to follow you back. You have a post. All right. Yeah, I do. All right. Well, I will. I, I just, I, I just, I, it's a whole nonsense. Yes. That's uh, all, you don't have to explain. It's, it's, I, it's, for me, it's like this stuff is like, okay, so where I'm, where I'm at with the, with the whole COVID thing is I'm looking at it like, okay, it's a couple days christmas uh we're gonna get through christmas and new year's and then uh i think the gloves come off a little bit and uh i think with with we bookended this florida thing when we went down to florida in march the 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 world was falling the fuck apart nobody knew what was going on how you were going to catch it whether it was spread by you know hand-to-hand thing everybody was washing their hands like mad trying to figure out what was going on we had no idea who was dying or who could die or how sick anybody was going to get and what the fuck was going on well we figured out kind of who's 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 going to get it and who's going to die and all of that stuff. And they've, the treatments have gotten better and there's a lot of stuff going on. And then when we come back, uh, this place had TVs in every f- room that we stayed at this time. And we, we, like it, uh, a lot of times when you go into a hotel, they leave the, the TVs on when you come in, we walked into this place and I walked into the, into the, uh, Lowe's looking at the big ass giant bathroom that we had uh, on the, off the master suite. And I walk in and the TV's on, it's on Fox news. I'm like, Oh, great. Okay. They, they, somebody who have turned the TVs on probably did this on purpose, but it's on, it's on Fox News. But the story they were doing was this super, I thought, uh, kind of inspirational sounding story about the vaccines are going to happen on Monday and the first vaccines are going on. It was, like, it was just sounded very hopeful. It just sounded like, okay, that is good news. I shut off Fox News because uh, I figured there was going to be news after that that wasn't as hopeful and um, right yeah right all, all of that stuff but but so anyway um but it, it, okay so we we bookended it and and so now coming back and figuring okay so we've got vaccines and um a lot of shit uh, on the first year i'm not saying everybody should run out and kick down the door and and uh lick doorknobs and and uh, kiss each other on january one but what i'm saying mm-hmm. is there's a lot of people that are done with it there's a lot of people that can't live like this and uh, whatever like this is and, sure and, and, sure. I, and for whatever wherever their mental state is um however they arrived there whether they were like that the whole way or whether they just got there uh, mm-hmm. i'm not going to judge anybody i don't give a fuck if i walk in january 1 if i walk in to xyz store and there's some dude or some woman in there without a mask or with their nose hanging out or doing whatever i don't give a fuck i do not give a fuck because nobody from this point forward, in in my humble opinion, from what I've seen, is getting COVID nineteen by accident. You have invited it into your fucking life at this point. If you get it, Ooh, hold on one second. Hey, I'm recording the podcast. What's up, Cam? Um, which McCoy? Do you have an extra thing of deodorant? I'm allowed. Yeah, just go underneath the in the bathroom. I'll talk to you later. All right. Sorry, not uh, you, Colin. That uh, was Cameron. You guys share an axe. You got got, got the axe deodorant. I don't have. Did you hear what he said? Yes, I could. Yeah, you could hear. Yeah, no, I didn't know because you know I knew the microphone. Yeah. I thought it cut out like eighteen-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, 
sons. All right, I followed you back, and it says requested. Go fuck yourself. Well, no, no. I mean, I, I, no, hold on right. one second. Hold on one second. I, you I, followed I, me. I just, so you follow me, and I hit. I go, yes, and then I follow you back, and it says requested. I, there's a double Well, stage. because I made mine private, too, because I had too many people but following, it, okay? If, listen, but, I just, listen, I'll start posting. No, It'll okay. be great it's stuff. Okay. You're going to see I'm great not, stuff from me. I'm not, okay. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming their system. There should well, no, be a no, no, no. I, I get it. It it should be different, I think, maybe. I mean, like, you follow me, and be like, oh, yeah, fuck you. I know. I understand having it private. Listen, I just I want to know who's following it's me. Like two-factor authentication. They're trying to do there. Yeah. Well, so so you so, so anyway. So, so you are well, you're of the mindset now. Everybody's that gonna, you, that people are going into the eye of the storm. Uh, well, here, well, here's what for I the most part. They they are. They're, they're, that's been proven scientifically that um, if uh, and I just saw some whiny ass shit on on uh, on. Uh, actually, I was looking at uh, something online. I saw some guy that was in Iowa that was complaining about, and this was on Reddit. The guy was complaining about, um, hey, everybody, COVID kills fast. You got to know how fast COVID kills. My mom was in for dialysis and blah, blah, blah. She, she was in for dialysis, for fuck's mm -hmm. sake. Right. She has yeah. fucking her kidneys don't, do, do not function. She has got shit. She's got one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel, and you're trying to fucking tell the world that COVID is a bad thing? Guess what? She arrived someplace in horrible condition. She arrived to a pandemic in a state that, that doesn't benefit her. Should she have been wearing a double mask like Tom fucking Cruise? Probably. Should she be really um, watching out more than the rest of us? Yes. Should everybody that has the, the exposure to COVID be staying away from her? Yes. We know all these things now. This is not... This is not a surprise to anybody about how you get it, how you receive it, what's going on, what pre-existing conditions are, what things we have to do to take caution to stay away from it. We all know that. And moving forward, as these vaccines start to spread out, people are going to are going to relax and they're going to go away from from a lot of things that have been going on for the for the last eight, nine months for the most part i think yes I, I think it's going to take a little while for the vaccines to be out there i don't know how effective they're going to be i think you know i i'm very fortunate that when i work when i'm working on a tv show right. that it's an industry that, that that has money it makes a lot of money and they have tests and they yes. test everyone on the crew and if you, you don't, cannot work Tom, on the show, you have to get tested. They Cruise pay for the testing. The results come back within 24 hours. Yeah. Sometimes they do rapid right. testing. Yeah. You know, my friend's show, they've been shooting for over, I think, eight weeks. And I think they've, of the, I don't know how many thousands of tests they've given, it was like less, it was double digit positives. And most of them were false positives. Now, is a combination of things. They enforce the mask thing. They enforce the distancing thing. That doesn't always work. Like you mentioned, Tom Cruise. Apparently, he went batshit crazy. I didn't hear it, but he went on crew members that were not physically distancing. I've been on a set. I've been very close to the set. There are certain jobs that you have that require you to be next to a monitor. I don't know if those two uh, crew members were wearing masks. I understand where Tom Cruise may have been coming from because at the end of the day, it's very, you know, but we're fortunate to work in this industry, right? Uh, medical workers at some point couldn't get the testing, whatever, and they didn't really have a fucking choice right. to be around it, you know? Now they're, now that, okay, so now they do have, I've, I've got uh, various friends that are in the medical industry and they right. do have the same thing, the rapid testing, the daily testing, the temperature taken four times. And they should. Shift four, and they yes, should. And they should. And 
they're all they've all like I just talked to somebody a medical person that said they had gotten Monday they had gotten the uh, the uh, vaccination on Monday and had minor discomfort in in their arm for a couple of days and uh, had just a very <clears> slight <throat> fever the second day that lasted right. a couple hours and went away um, after they took Tylenol but um, I guess the point I was trying to make was we're all going to crawl out from underneath the rock at our own pace. And some people, that pace is going to be much quicker than other people than what you're comfortable with. But the point I was making was what you're comfortable with is you. It's that's, that's me. That's, that's, that's me. Right. What it's no, and it's nobody's at this point from this point forward, it's nobody else's fucking business. Well, here's the, here's how I see it differently is when I go into a store and that store has a mask mandate. They may, it's a private business. I don't care if it's Target. I don't care if it's Walmart. I don't care about their fucking politics, who they invest in. I don't give a shit about any of that. Right. If they have that and you're in there, if you want to shop there, wear the fucking mask. I See, here's where I'm wear at. Wear the mask. Here's, here's where I'm at with that. I will, in all likelihood, will wear the mask in those situations. I probably will. Mm -hmm. uh, um, unless for some reason I don't have one. Um, would I Would I not go into some place? Because if maybe for some reason I, I ended up without a mask, which hasn't really happened in, in the mm -hmm. recent uh, history, um, I'm probably going to play by the rules that way for the most part. But I'm not saying I'm going to be running around breathing on people to tell them, fuck you. But if, but if somebody else is in there and they don't want to wear a mask for whatever reason, I don't care. I do not give a shit. I, and, and because... We know who's dying of this. And if you look at the information, sure. we, we know who, how. We know who and we know how. And, and, and again, I understand that. Yeah. And I'm going to say the difference for me is, and it happened to me the other day. I went into a grocery store in Connecticut. And the part of Connecticut I was in is a relatively affluent place where people follow the rules. And the, and the yeah. mandates from that governor are similar to New York and New Jersey. Not right. all of New York State, but New York City right. and parts of New Jersey where I live. Where you go in and everyone's wearing their mask. And I've, I've seen very when I went into like western Pennsylvania. Not quite western, but like by Lancaster. And I would walk into like, a, there were plenty of people not wearing their masks. I didn't go to a lot of places, but I stopped at a gas station and I had to pay for my gas yeah. i was like that guy's not wearing a mask and that person's not wearing a mask yeah. whatever so my point is this is that but do i think that that person has it or will spread it or i will get it no but when i was in this grocery store and i'm not very crowded i see a guy he looks like he's in his 30s beard no mask he was just shopping he was very far away from me and it threw me a little bit and i remember the first time i went into a grocery store um, where the mask mandate was in place here, and everybody was wearing a mask. So there was a point where not everybody was wearing a mask, and then there was a point where everybody was wearing the mask, and, and that threw me for a loop. Right. And then it's gotten to a point where every business I've gone to, I've worn the mask and gone in, and just like, okay, it's fine. And in the beginning, it was harder, and then it got easier and easier. And so... And, and even personally, even though I'm tested or have been tested when I'm on a job, and even though I'm around it, I'm still going to keep my distance from most people. I'm not necessarily going to wear the mask inside. It depends on the people, where they are. I'm not going to always be consistent about it. But if my kids get it, which is more likely than me getting it, yeah. and they give it to me, right. and even if I do well, I don't get very sick from it, I recover quickly. If I, if I have it and I'm asymptomatic and I give it to someone else, particularly my parents right. or my aunt who are, you know, respectively 69, 70, and 71, I'm not going to be thrilled about that. I wouldn't either. Now, they it. may survive. I do not want to get it and give it to anyone else. Isn't, isn't the truth, though, that the only way in all likelihood, what we know about science, uh, is that the only way 
you're giving it to them is you're going to be in a room for more than 15 minutes, clo yes. closer than six feet, yes. with, with, okay, without a mask. Well, and here's, here's the thing, is that if I'm working on a job, that's within the realm of possibility. Sure. Now, again, right. that six feet number... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the real. You it's, know what I mean? It's, it's further like, than that, actually. And if you, if you look at the real science, it's they, it's further than that. It is, but. Uh, well, right. So then, if it's further than that, say it's twelve feet, and hope that people will stay within eight feet or whatever the number is. You know what I'm saying? People are not going to do it anyway because it is weird to wear a mask in your home. And if you bring a family member into your home, unless you know that they are immunocompromised or of an age where it's more likely to get them, it is. It's it's it just feels weird, yeah. and so that's where you have a. I think you have people with double standards, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Again, I, you know, unless you're over sixty five and have some sort of pre existing condition, which I, a lot of people over sixty five do. That's mm -hmm. that's that's uh, for sure, the case. Yeah. You know, your the likelihood of you. Okay, the likelihood of you being killed driving to that grocery store is much more li likely than you becoming seriously ill to the point. I, of, uh, I have said the exact same thing, and I've said it in a personal way. You know, I, I drive on TV shows and movies, and, and when I drive, I typically I, I wear corrective lenses. I happen to wear eyeglasses most of the time. That first job that I did post-pandemic you know, pandemic in October, I wore my glasses with a mask, and they were fogging up. And I'm going to tell you, there was one guy I told, I think I told you last time, they got fired from our job because a makeup artist took a photo of him with the mask under his nose. Under his nose. Under his nose. Now, now, it, listen, and, and it's very clear what the what the rule is. And if you want to work, you got to wear that mask. However, I'm t and I saw this guy, and I saw another guy, and I had a conversation with them a day or two before about the glasses. I said, I've been wearing my contact lenses since day two of doing this, and I'm not going back because I one guy, his glasses would fuck up so much. I'm like, how the fuck does he see? And I'm going to tell you something right now. I was driving an actress on that TV show. Me driving with fogged up glasses is a lot more dangerous than three people in that car who've been tested three times a week getting COVID and killing them. So, again, I'm not saying drivers should not, but we can't figure out how to not fog up glasses, you know? Like, we're not going to tackle COVID-19 if we can't figure out how to not fog up glasses. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.